0: This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you.
1: This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Chocolates for Heroes, and it is another beautiful day in the Jewish state, and we are here uh, in Tel Aviv. I don't know, you can't see behind us, but we're at this restaurant on the beach, and uh, I just came back from a little while ago from this protest. Uh, at the military base, where they're having a trial uh, for a soldier, actually uh, that in Hebron had Hebron Hebron had killed a Muslim attacker uh, that had already stabbed a soldier with a knife, and uh, so we got some great interviews. And the soldier's name is uh, Elior Azaria. So we want to keep Elior in mind. We're going to post a video uh, as soon as we get back. And I'm done. But I've got a, a special guest here, Steve Martin. Steve, thank you for being on Inside Digital. Rod. And uh, Steve actually has, has been on Inside Digital last spring. As a matter of fact, he was. Last spring, and uh, Steve actually is from Wales, and he's very pro-Israel. Zionist. Can I use that term? Yeah. Steve is very Zionist. Not Jewish, obviously. And uh, we've actually been friends on Facebook for how long? Probably about five or six years. Five or six yeah. years. Yeah. And so uh, Steve comes to Israel, what? At least twice a year. This is my second time this year. Second time. And... Uh,
2: how many years have you been coming to this restaurant? Uh, well, I started in 87 when I worked on a cabaret, and there was a gap until 2011, and I've probably come every year since 2011. Wow. Since 2011. Yeah.
1: So that's seven years. Yeah. Which is a great number. And uh, let me ask you, uh, what, what brought about this desire? And you might want to scoot up just a little bit to make sure we have enough sound. To come to this room. Yeah. What, what, what actually
2: started that that desire to come to Israel? Uh, when I first came in 87, it was the fashion on all the TV programs to go and work on a kibbutz. So I thought, i don't see what this is about. Then 2011, I thought I would come over again, but I was too old for a kibbutz. So I did SARL, a volunteer program, or BFI, if you're American. Um, Volunteers for Israel, which is a program yeah, I was involved with. That's right. I've seen and, you. and documented that in 2012 when I first came here. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, then I came over with a friend in January because he wanted to see Jerusalem uh, and he was, he was under the misguided impression that Israel would be like Iraq uh, <laughs> and they all live in sort of mud huts and I said no no they've got Wi-Fi and it's quite a civilized westernized country and it's a nice you have nice to really visit. look for the camels yeah well, they're up Mount of Olives uh, it's about three shekels ride So he came over in January, and like myself, he's non-Jewish. But I showed him around. We went to Jerusalem, Tel Aviv. Uh, We went to Mount Herzl. Saw Jonathan Netanyahu's grave. Jonathan Netanyahu. Yeah. Wow. Hannah Sennish's grave. Did all the things that not a lot of Jewish people do. And he went away with a a bit of culture, and he's actually explored the city and the country. Listen, uh...
1: A lot of reasons why... Israeli Jews don't do all the stuff that you and I am doing. Look, I've got friends that I've traveled in places in this country that they've never been. They probably take it all for granted like we do back home in UK. I think it's they're too busy working and trying to defend their country, you know. And uh, look, it's not an easy life here. It's expensive and, and uh, you know, you've know, you got all these embargoes now against Israel, the BDS. the BDS movement. Steve, let me ask you, first of all, if you don't know who Yoni Netanyahu is, Yonatan Netanyahu, we've actually interviewed people that were in the raid at Entebbe, the French airline in 1976 that was hijacked and taken to Entebbe, Uganda. We've actually had people on the show that were either involved, a, a hostage, yep. or that were involved in the... Uh, in the rescue, and Yoni Netanyahu, Benjamin Netanyahu's brother, actually was the designer and lead lead military guy uh, in that rescue and was the only one, the only yeah, soldier that was chas- killed. The raid was actually named after him,
2: Operation Yonatan, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, after, actually, after uh, everything was over and then Yoni was the one who get killed. See, I, I, first of all, I want to say thank you, uh, because what you do by bringing people here that you're familiar with that have never been to israel that's huge and i'm sure people watching this video israelis watching this video uh if they had the opportunity to personally say thank you you would have a very long line and uh i think it's
2: amazing that you do that brother i think the israeli public uh, the, the best sort of advert for their country when you meet them in the street and you start talking to them they engage with you Right. if you don't talk to them they just see you as a tourist uh, and you just walk them past and I've I've met a few people and talked to them uh, much to my joy when I started talking to them I found out one was involved in special mission one was um, involved in bombing the Syrian reactor we were actually in the same room and had I not spoken to him he would have just gone out the door and I would have missed him so by talking to people and engaging with them they learn that I know more about Israel than they think I do, and I <laughs> care about it more than the average tourist, and I find out what they do as well. And I also show them um, that as a non-Jewish person, uh, myself and thousands of others support Israel, which people don't see. Right, right. Because we find back home that um, the news is slanted. Um, as Michael might have said earlier, uh, about the, the stabbing victim, or sorry, about the, the attacker who stabbed someone. That's portrayed in the news as Israeli soldier um, shoots Muslim. But in fact, it should say... Yeah, Palestinian. Palestinian. Yeah, Palestinian. In fact, it should say terrorist attack thwarted. Because right. what he did. He was doing his job. The soldier. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now he's in jail. Can't be. Steve, uh, let me
1: ask you. You, you've been here enough times. You know the history. I'm really. Uh, I want to also. I can't say it enough. Thank you. Yeah. Because of the history that you do know, uh, the average American wouldn't know who Yoni Netanyahu is, and I'm sure the average person uh, from Wales uh, wouldn't know who he is. And but we, the amazing thing is, is that even though we're from different countries, uh, we're different ages, uh, different backgrounds, we both. Uh, appreciate, as many people do that love Israel, this amazing history that is a miracle and uh, Steve, what do you think, in the years that you've been coming here, is there one specific moment that stands out in your mind above all others?
2: Uh, not, not really I mean, there's there's so many different things I mean, the, the kindness of the Jewish people and Well, I walk up to someone and say, oh, can you tell me where there's uh, a phone box I can use? And they just give me their cell phone. Yeah. Or you ask them for directions, and they'll take you there if it's not too far away. (laughs) Everyone thinks they're going to go, oh, five shekels. Right. No, they they just say, follow me. This morning I came from um, Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. I got the central bus station and I said to someone, can you tell me where the bus goes from? And they took me to the bus stand. Wow. Straight away. Wow. Listen, I've had people, I've waited at the
1: bus stop uh, down in the south before. uh, Around Latrun. Yeah, the Tank Museum. Yeah, the Tank Museum. And I'm standing there waiting on the bus to go to Jerusalem so I can catch the bus from Jerusalem back to Tel Aviv. And this guy stops, and he's like, you're going to Jerusalem? I said, yeah. He said, get in. Like, I wasn't looking for a ride, but he was kind enough. Yeah. This is the heart of the Jewish people. This is the greatness. This is why this country is number one in the world in technology, agriculture, and medicine. This is why when the rest of the world will burn under Islam... The Jews will be the ones to
2: survive. Another thing, um, I don't know if many people know about this. But the Golanis up in the north and maybe some other soldiers are actually treating uh, Syrian casualties. They've got this understanding uh, where the Syrian forces will notify Israel or we've just put uh, X amount of people over the border and they're injured and the Golani brigade will go up, pick them up, treat them and then a lot of them will go back. But because they've been treated by Israel... They can't see uh, the Muslims back home. Oh, we've been treated by Israel, right? So it's like a hearts and minds thing, and it also shows that Israel is not as bad as they're portrayed. Right. But the only people that actually know that are the ones that've been treated, and they can actually jump up and down and praise Israel, can they?
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. So That's they've got to amazing. go back home and say, yeah, I, I don't like the Israelis or you know the Jews, the dogs, uh, but they've probably been treated medical wise. Yeah. Let me ask you, what does your family think about you coming over here all the time that you have? Have they been here? Have they decided to come with you to visit? Or? No, someone sent me once on um, Facebook a uh, post um, on my current location, and he said, oh, "You're in Israel again." <laughs> Are you Jewish? I said no. I just like the country. I said it's the only place to go in the Middle East that's not in ruins and uh, or slavery, not, not a dictatorship. Right. Wow. Wow.
1: What? What about? Because you, you had mentioned that you you dropped trucks a really. little. Yeah. Do you, you ever get any of the guys that you work with to like? What are you crazy going over there? Or? They call me Baby
2: Jesus in work. <laughs> that's hilarious i actually went up the Carmel market and i was going to buy a kipper where you buy the ringlets coming on the side yeah uh but he i was only going to wear it once so i did offer him like two shackles if i could have my photo taken with it right and giving him back then i was going to post on facebook and hello mo i'm undercover you yeah, and i have a photo um, with a people you
1: know, yeah that's hilarious that is hilarious that's amazing uh so you you have been coming here over the years, and, you know, I, I consider you a friend. Yeah. And I'm sure that you've made other contacts,
2: other friends. Oh, yes. Uh, since you've been here. Um, and this is why you keep coming back. Once you've got one friend, it's easier to get others. But initially, uh, when I started contacting Israelis on Facebook, they thought, oh, I don't know who he is. But once I got one, now they look at my Facebook page and thinks. Oh, you're sort of pro-Israel, and they look at my background, and it's it got gather friends. And then I can learn more information about Israel before I come over. Wow. that's beneficial. That's amazing. Great job,
1: Steve. Awesome job. Steve, you know, we, we talked a lot about what is happening in Europe, right? Now. Yeah. And, folks, Europe is a mess. And America, you're next. This is what's coming. This is coming. The politicians aren't going to stop it. They don't have the will. Uh, I don't even think if Donald Trump knew fully the capacity of everything that's going to happen and happening now. uh, I don't know. It's it's a tough thing. Uh, When you look at what's happening in Europe in realistic terms, is there any kind of prediction that you would put on before it's like... Because I don't think we have 10 years, I don't think we have 15 years, 20 years, 25, yeah. 30 years. I think this thing's going to increase so rapidly, so quickly, that we won't even be able to wrap our mind around it. What's your assessment looking
2: at your from from the country of Welsh? Well, I think um, within a few years... The Muslims, they're more or less in power now. Yeah. I mean, you've got you've got a Muslim mayor in London. Uh, most major cities in the UK have got Muslim mayors. They want to try and introduce Sharia law. Uh, the immigrants come to the UK from Syria, which is another subject. Uh, and they, they don't want to inter- integrate into the Western way of life. But they're not just coming from Syria. No, they're coming from Afghanistan, Iraq, wow. Pakistan. North Africa? On the fake passports, 20,000 or so were found in, uh, I think it was Germany, about a year, 80 months ago. 20,000 fake, fake passports. Fake passports. Unbelievable. And uh, Islamic State have been quoted as saying they got about four to 5,000 fighters inside Europe, which they probably have. And you look at the problems with the uh, borders and security in Europe, there was the Paris attacks not so long ago. Yeah. I mean, they're virtually in a state of war, which Israel is in every day.
1: Yeah.
2: And but if that's not what on. the media portrays. No, can't. no. You've got the sex attacks that took place in Cologne. Norway which is ongoing uh, but we're not allowed to blame the Muslims you can't say the Muslims it's just sex attacks by I've heard, by I've heard of, about people actually being arrested because they were vocal about their stance yeah.
1: against Islam yeah wow because that's like racism when it obviously Islam is not subject to a race because they're
2: there are asian muslims there are white muslims apparently they're good muslims i'm sorry i said apparently they're good muslims as well
1: (laughs) exactly uh is there anything, are there are there certain groups in, in Wales that are actually giving warning about what's coming and maybe talking about
2: how to prepare? Are they underground? No, oh, no, there's certain groups that voice in, uh, displeasure the the situation and the intended amount of refugees we're going to get, but it's nothing really that can be done because uh, it's all dictated by the European Union, which the wow. UK is um, having a referendum, I think it's June the 23rd, on whether or not Britain should leave. Wow. Because uh, the European Union, or EU, says, right, this country must take X amount, this country must take X amount, and that's it, we're going to do what we're told. Wow. That is amazing. Uh, d- has it affected your job any? Um, you no, need- it does not affected my job, but it's just, uh, back home, the um, UK, we've got a lot of ex horses people who are homeless, who have fought for their country, got the Iraq in Afghanistan? They are right. homeless. Right. But then we see the refugees coming in, and they get a home benefits. And you think, well, surely this is new right. pay for said, it, Steve. Yeah, the taxpayer pays. You pay for it.
1: What, what do people like if you go into a pub or into a coffee shop? Is this
2: normal conversation to talk about these things? Oh, yes. There's been people um, jailed for racist remarks and uh, someone put like a pig's head outside a mosque, which they decided they could build with the taxpayer's money. Wow. I mean, you couldn't go to Saudi Arabia and say, uh, I like beer, so I would like you to build me a pub. And they would just say, well, you've got to tolerate the culture that you're coming into. Wow. So the Muslims come into UK. We sort of bend over backwards. That's a sort of bit of a blend there, I suppose. But we help them out and say, yes, we'll build you a mosque and the taxpayer's going to pay for it. Wow. That- I just can't I can't comprehend that because they wouldn't build a Christian church for you. No. In fact, I don't think there's... Or any, a synagogue. There's, there's no Christians now in Lebanon, is that? I don't think so. No. Right. The, the, the Muslims have cleaned out. I don't care what side it is. I don't care if it's Dutch.
1: They have cleaned out. There is a genocide that is almost done in the Middle East of Christians. I, I'm going to be lucky if... I'm, I've already been a target. Yeah. I'm going to be lucky if I'm not the target next after this interview but uh it's it's insane and the US government will do nothing They'll take Muslims and they won't take Christians. It's, it's,
2: it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Well, someone said Obama was a Muslim and he keeps a prayer mark in the corner of the White House. And it doesn't surprise me, and yes he
1: is. Uh, the guy straight up. In fact, I've watched enough videos yeah. of him praising Islam. When he starts to quote the Quran, his accent changes. You know? The Holy Quran. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh, Steve, let me ask you. Now, you married, you have children?
2: Uh, I've got a son, 26. How's your... You have grandkids? Yeah, one, six. How do you view... Like, you're you're seeing this. You're
1: seeing this. Happen in Europe. How do you wrap your mind around, like, this is what my grandkids... Are. Like... It's going to get worse. Say it again,
2: be honest. It What's is. It? I mean, in about ten years, uh... The church has lost its way a bit back home because they've advocated gay marriage and uh, a lot of people. I mean, you, you can't rewrite the Bible to hey, suit yourself. I, can I you? want to say thank you for being so bright, Steve. You can't just turn around and say, "Well, Moses never really." You can't just change things. Right. You've got the Ten Commandments. Right. Uh, and then you go to the church and they say. Oh, well, let's just introduce gay marriage. This is insight to Israel. This is the honesty That's we have. You in do. So a lot of people have turned away from the church. Right. Whereas Muslims. Although we might think it's a twisted religion, they have stuck with it. Right. So their numbers are increasing. There's a spirit
1: of captivity that holds people. Uh, Now, you know, look, it's said a lot, but let's get it from a European. Do you consider yourself a European or someone that's a citizen of Welsh? Uh, I would say a a European. European? They've said, they've, you know, I've read a lot of studies... Churches, most churches are now mosques. Yeah. Because people quit
2: going.
1: Have you seen this in your hometown
2: or in your area? Yeah, quite a few are shutting down. The support is not there. They haven't got the the attendance in the churches. Yeah. How many mosques would you say in Wales? In Wales? uh, I don't know. There's quite a few and there's large ones as well. And the worst is London. Ah. And they've, um, Newton, you've got no-go areas, which they said on the news there's no such thing, but they are. Yeah, this is, folks, listen,
1: what he just said, a no-go area, which are neighborhoods in European countries where there's so many Muslims, they've set up their own police force, their own court system, it, they have laws within a law. Yeah. And, uh, if you're non-Muslim and go into these places, they'll kill you. There's been honor crime, uh, honor killings take place, and the police
2: won't even go in and investigate. It. They will close their business down at like two in the afternoon and go get the mall. And it was um They get in the street scene videos. Yeah. Do they do this in London where yeah, they the you literally say hundreds? Yeah, I've seen them at the motorway service station. Wow. I pulled up one day in my truck, I was taking a break, and I drove past and I saw someone. I thought he was lying on the ground, looking underneath his car. And as I got closer, I saw his prayer mat in the motorway services. And they stopped right there in the street? Make everyone suffer? There was um, something on the internet, I'm not too sure about it, where a company in the US took on 200 Muslims, offered them a job, and then halfway through the day, they all sort of wandered off work to pray. So we sacked them. I couldn't do that. You I'm glad I work for you. myself. You <laughs> I can see. stop to pray whenever I want. I mean, even if your employer was a Christian, who right. would be sympathetic, you couldn't say, I need to go and pray. Right. you say, well, pray in your own time. Right. Wow. Steve, listen, uh, You give. has your son been here? No. No? How long has he been married? Uh, he's not married. He just lives with his parents. No.
1: Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, Steve, I want to say, I think it's great what you're doing. I mean... You know, folks, listen, let me say it again. You come to Israel, we'll pay for the tour, we'll rent the car, drive you around, show you the greatness of this country. Steve's already brought his friends, and, you know, there's enough of you. We have and Elizabeth Hill right now. She comes every single year. Uh, we've got another buddy of mine from London. Not from London. He's from England. Actually Scotland, I apologize. Mikey Ramsey's from Scotland. And uh, Mikey comes every year, does volunteer work with SARL, with uh, Volunteers for Israel, with the military. Uh, So now's the time. And you keep a low budget while you're here now is the time ladies and gentlemen to come while the world is burning it's it's, it's burning now's to come time to come if you're an American I know it's not easy but you do it yeah I'm here a lot of other people here that support Israel from other countries now's the time to come spend your money in this country show your support for the Jewish state stand with these people forget about you know the governments let them do whatever they want Just, that's not the, the PDS. The BDS movement. Spend your money in this country, and I promise you, I promise you, that you, your life will be changed, transformed, and blessed by the people, the history, the land, the energy that's in the land. I I don't believe in all this crazy spiritual stuff; that gets whacked. But all of the world is God's creation, but this is God's land, and He has blessed it.
2: And it's—I call uh, it—God bless Jewish Labored Land. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm non-religious and I just judge everyone on their merits. And I just think, okay, so everyone's got a God, or someone they believe in is their creator, uh, but I see religion like supporting a football team. I mean, Michael might support a football team I don't like, but I don't go and beat him up and say, my football team is better than yours. <laughs> it happens sometimes and in Europe. <laughs> the Muslim religion, they think their religion is so good, let's kill people. Wow. Uh, try and impose it on them. Wow. I mean, I've I've been on volunteer programs and all the times I've been to Israel, I've been the Jewish people and they've gone off to the synagogue, but they never tried to drag me along. They don't try and impose their religion on me, which I like. Yeah. Look,
1: uh, I go to synagogue here and, you know, uh, the reading of the Torah is beautiful. And, you know, the reality is, I'm sure, look, I'm sure there's Muslims that are good people. Uh, they're just trying to make a living and get by. Uh, and they don't know the Koran, which I don't know why they identify as Muslim. But they don't know the Quran. That's like calling yourself uh, a car mechanic. But you don't have any tools. You don't even have a garage. You don't even have a car. <laughs> you know, uh, so this is a time that in that instance that... We need to do two things. We need to tell the truth about Islam, and at the same time, you know, share with these folks uh, the truth of Christianity, the truth of Judaism, and at the, as well. Let me say this: as well, uh, these folks need to look. Hey, this is what your Quran says. Show them what's the This thing is not rocket science, ladies and gentlemen. And the people that are trying to shut you down when you tell the truth. Uh, they're the ones that know the truth more than anyone and hold it alive. a lie. So, you know, Steve, I want to say, uh, let me see what time we got here. Steve, that's, I think your story's amazing. And you, you started out, again, doing volunteer work with uh, Volunteers for Israel. Yeah. And I think it's an amazing program, Volunteers for Israel. Uh, and the fact that you'd strike out on your own. Uh, you know, you can only do the tours thing for so long as with as far as with the group. It's You're the limited to the country, isn't it? You're, It's a great way, but your access is limited because then you got other people involved, and so on and so forth. Uh,
2: what when exactly did you actually strike out on your own? What what year? Uh, probably twenty eleven when I came over. Nice. It didn't bother me, I just thought go up the bus, uh, go and catch a bus to the airport, get the plane, come to Israel, you know. Am. Amen. Wow, that's awesome. I mean this year someone well last year, someone said I'd be worried about going to Israel. About all the stabbings. Uh oh sorry, that was January this year and I thought, No, what's the chance of me being in somewhere? Uh, In the size of Israel, on that particular day, and I'll be the one that gets stabbed. And actually, uh, the week after I left was when Hannah Cohen, the border police girl, was murdered. I went to Uh, actually went to a grave. Yeah. And it was. um, A dark Wow. We visited Ramla, and there was a stabbing at the bus station a week later. There was a stabbing at Damascus Gate, so they missed us by a week. So I would think, you know, rather than sit around and be paranoid, or oh, I might be stabbed, right. sit at home and not visit Israel, I just thought you, you've got to think positive, otherwise you'd be paranoid and you'll never come. Absolutely. And then one person with a knife has terrorized millions of people by visit in Israel. Amazing, amazing. Steve, if you had one message to give to first Americans what would that message be I would say go out and learn the truth about Israel not how it's portrayed in the news back in your country and the reason I'm here this time I saw a trip advertised uh, with a a law film called Shurat Hadin which I'd never heard of before and uh, I don't think many Americans have actually heard of it there was 42 of us on the trip and I think only about two or three had actually heard heard about it because they come and give a talk in the synagogue. Oh, wow. Uh, So what they actually do, I mean, they, they need more publicity. They follow the legal procedure for dealing with terrorism. Everyone thinks if someone fires a missile at Israel israel sent fighters over bomb the place where the missile comes from and that's the end of it but it's it's a bit more complicated than that because right. they hold the country responsible like the palestinian authority which right. I'm, I'm sure michael will do um, an interview on this in its entirety later because it is quite complex and quite enlightening nice steve uh, at the same time what would you tell the europeans real quick Uh, I would say the same to them. Come and visit Israel, because it's a brilliant place. It's the only place in the Middle East that's not in ruins, and... It's like and sunny, and there's no dictatorship. You're like, well, where else can you go? You can't go to Syria. Right. You can't go to Lebanon. I wouldn't spend my money in Saudi Arabia or Dubai. So, well, they've got their own problems, and they're they're sort of dictatorship. Right. And the laws they've got. uh, The violation of human rights, but Europe still wants to trade with them the same as China. We turn a blind eye because it's good for trade. It's good for, it's money. It's
1: about money, not principle. Steve, I want to say thanks for being on Inside. Right. Cheers, Michael. And uh, folks, now's the time, now's the time to stand with the Jewish state. And uh, whether you're from Wales, or from the United States, or many other countries, uh, the people that we've actually had here and interviewed, and uh, you're doing a great thing, Steve. Thank you very much. This is Michael Gonneau with Insight Israel and Chocolates for Heroes. Uh, don't forget to listen to Insight Israel every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
3: That's 17... 17- We all have comfort zones. They're those areas of life that when disturbed, we cry out and protest. It's not fair. I don't like this. Instead of seeking your own comfort, imagine what the world would be like if we were looking to comfort others. That's what God does. The psalmist said, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know, God has every right to demand that we bring him comfort. But instead, he reaches out. And in our times of hurt, he brings healing. When Jesus Christ returns to this world again someday, every believer will be united with the Lord. That passage ends with a powerful sentence of security. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Comfort, it conjures up thoughts of ease and inactivity. Yet the most comfortable we can be is in the center, the active center and purpose of our lives for God. Instead of looking for a way out of your current circumstances, why not look up to the Christ of comfort who will help you, heal you, and make you whole? This is John Bryan bringing you today's Key Word. America's Web Radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, Business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support of America's Web Radio. States,
1: 20, in the top 20%, what I say In the top 20%. And uh, we've been so blessed. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to Guys of America's Web Radio. I also want to say thank you to everyone who listens uh, to the radio show and uh, who watches our social media who not only watches our social media, but comments, who shares, who likes. Thank you for being a for being a part of this work here in Israel at the grassroots level. Over, I'm telling you, I've had people email me from all over the world, from Asia, from South America, and say, Michael, tell the Jewish people we love them and we pray for them. Thank
0: you. It's wow. very important to, for us. It's, it's amazing. Now, in these days when the world is... Uh putting pressure on Israel uh, to separate Israel for two, for a Palestinian state and a Jewish state. So we need the support from the world. We really need this. And you know what? The great thing is, the
1: amazing thing is, I know governments have power, but there comes a power from the people. Yeah. And when you put people together to stand for truth, not only to stand for truth, but to pray... If that, that truth would be shown, amazing things happen.
0: This is what my organization does.
1: And, and we're going to get to that just for a second. Okay. I also want to thank everyone who is a participator and not a spectator. Now, do you catch that? You're at the game, at the football game, and you're sitting up in the stands and cheering. And that's great, but personally, I'd rather be down on the field playing the game.
0: Glad, yeah, to play absolutely. the game.
1: And I want to say thank you to everyone who's down on the field playing the game, sending chocolates for heroes to these Israeli soldiers by putting a simple note. We love you. We pray for you. We stand with you. Thank you very much. Thank and you very much. It's amazing. Listen, I just had a guy from Jordan.
0: Yeah.
1: He sent me an email in, uh, in, in um, uh, Instagram. And he said, I love what you're doing in Israel. I love Israel. I stand with Israel and uh what you're doing is encouraging and so one person can't do it i can lay out the foundation
0: you do many things michael you, you do many things for israel but i need people like you and we all work together to build the build the house yes absolutely you we know have a lot of work
1: and have uh a lot of work. To, to get this email from this guy i was like wow this man. i posted it on facebook and everything now i posted an instagram took a screenshot yeah and I get it. I understand. He said, could you take that down? Because he's probably going to get persecuted because he said that in the open. Yeah, yeah. Or said that
0: in an email and then I put it in the open. Many, many Muslims know the truth. Many Muslims know that this is Israel, is the Jewish country and, and they support us. Can. And let me say this.
1: Those many Muslims that see the truth and support Israel, many of them want to come out of Islam. Because they understand in the Quran the destruction and the despair that Islam brings. And they want to get out, but they're scared.
0: Well, I have to say, I have to say something about the Quran. The Quran knows that Israel is the Jewish country, and it's always right in there. It's also right in there that yeah. the Jewish must live in Israel. This yeah. is their land. Now, let me can I can I uh, have someone look the Quran?
1: Uh, when when they say that, what they mean by that is yes, the Jews can live in Israel, but under our protection. Yeah. yeah. Always remember that. Our when when people tell me, Oh, there was a time when the Arabs and the Jews lived together in peace, yeah. that's when the Jews were in charge. Because when they're not in charge, I've interviewed people in the Haganah and Palmak. And they said, Look, we go to their markets before nineteen forty eight. We go to their markets, we go and buy, but at night they try to sniper us and kill us. Absolutely. It's amazing. Anyway, with that being said, I want to thank everyone for supporting these soldiers. God bless you. God bless you. Keep up the work. Now I got Ofer here over how are you thank you for being on the show brother thank you for inviting me to the show wow you listen thank you for having me in your home All right. for blessing me with a coffee my house is open for everybody and for sitting here at your table you know a man works hard for the table that he sits at yeah and it's an honor when you consider the man's table that he's worked hard for and he treats you right so I want to say thank you that I'm sure your wife works hard. And Absolutely. Your kids get to enjoy all the nice things, but then they're going to have to work hard because yeah. they see daddy working hard. So uh, thank you for being on the show. Now, over, I, we, you and I met.
0: Yeah. Uh, you run an organization. Tell us a little bit about it. My organization is called Fighting the Palestinians' Life. Well, what we do is we tell the truth, the historical truth about Palestine. What is Palestine? Who are they? Palestine. You know, everybody thinks that when you say Palestine, they think oh, it's Arabs Muslims. But there's no such thing as uh, Arabs Palestine. Right. There's no such thing. Because uh, Palestine, it's the name of the Jewish state. Right. The called 2,000 years ago. Yeah. By the Roman Empire that ruled here. And they want to destroy everything yeah. Jewish. They want to destroy all the Jewish community, all the Jewish states. So they change the name to Palestine. And this 2,000 years, Israel was actually called Palestine. You know, when somebody said, I want to go to Israel, he didn't say, I want to go to Israel. He said, I'm Jewish, I'm going to Palestine. Right. And we've been convinced by this propaganda. Absolutely. Absolutely. This propaganda is a big lie. And that's what we do. We tell the world, we tell first to our people, the Jewish people all over the world, there is no such thing as Arab Palestine. Stop calling them Palestine. They're Arabs that's it that, and and let me say this on top
1: of that folks uh, and, and you jump in here any time over but but what people need to understand about history is and current day the Quran says wherever you hear the call to prayer no matter how far away from that mosque that land has been claimed for a lot yeah. now yes. to them in their eyes according to the Quran it all belongs to him anyway but it's a matter of them claiming it which means occupation uh, and so with that being said the Philistines, who were your greatest enemies at that time, uh, even before Roman occupation, uh, Philistina—that's where the word Palestine yeah, comes from yeah. in, in the in the English. And so, uh, again, let me repeat this: When the Romans tried to destroy everything, and what's amazing is even now, the Muslims or the quote unquote Palestinians try to destroy
0: uh, ancient. Uh, Jewish artifacts and ruins and archaeological ditch. They're Doing this in in the Mount in the, in the Mount of God. They're doing this in Jerusalem. They're doing it in Hebron. They're doing it everywhere. Right now, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, down near Masada.
1: Yeah, I'm working on going down there. Uh, they've had a, a a deluge, or they've had a lot of volunteers go down where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, because the Muslims are trying to steal a lot of the stuff out of the ground. So people are going down there to rescue it, to save it, so it be, will be preserved for history. And actually, this is what Dash is doing right now. Absolutely. Destroying everything historical so that they have prominence over over the land without there being any
0: existence or any, evidence. Any historical evidence. That's right. This is what they're doing in Israel also. And it's very bad. And it's very bad that people bind this lie. Come on. They're lying. They don't tell the truth. It's about time that people should understand they came to Israel in the early uh, 90s, uh, when the British ruled in Israel. So they brought many, many Muslims to work here. To work, as, yeah. as, not to stay here. Brought them from Jordan? Yeah, from Jordan, from Syria, Lebanon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they came here, and they stayed here. And now they said that we occupied them. Well, actually... They occupied us.
1: Well, the great thing is that anybody that knows history, and especially if you believe in the Bible, this land was rebirthed. Absolutely. Was born again to the Jewish people. Absolutely. And that's what's exciting because when you look at the world, has tried to bomb you, burn you, stab you, stomp you out, boycott you, and you keep making greatness and blessing the world with so many things. With so many things. By the way, I want to say thank you as a goy the cherry tomato. I want to say thank you for being in <laughs> Israel and support us. This it's is very important in these days. It's an honor. So you have this organization. Let me ask you, what was your motiv- what motivated you to actually do something? Because you have a family, you
0: have a business. You, you could have said, you know what? I'm too busy. Let someone else do it. Well, I'm trying to think well, I'm not going to be here forever. and uh, That's a realistic thought. I, I have, I have <laughs> to live for my children's yeah. country. What kind of a country I'm going to live them? Yeah. A, a country that uh, stab people in the street. A country that bombing people every day. It's about time to solve this problem. It's about time to say the truth. First, no such thing as Arabs Palestine. They have nothing here. Not even one hysterical uh, thing that will say this is my land. Right. Nothing. Nothing. Right. So it's about time to separate. You, the Arabs, you have 57 Muslim states. I can't 57. write my... That's scary to me. We have one little... <laughs> one little... command. On, smaller than New Jersey. Right. Smaller than New Jersey, or maybe like New Jersey. I don't know. Right. So, leave us alone. Let us live in quiet, in peace and quiet. Go to your Muslim country. Go to Europe. Go wherever you like. They're going to Europe. Europe. We will help them. Right. We will help them. We we support them with money. We support them with everything. You do a lot of supporting, Over. I want to tell you what I see, how your country and your
1: people and your government bend over backwards time and time again. They sign peace treaties, but they – and they – the amazing thing is, Over. and I'm sure you see it, They openly say they want you gone. They tell the West one thing, but yet they still openly say, we want everything from the river to the sea. And yet, for some reason, the world hears this mixed message, even the governments, and they still go along with the Muslims. And I say Muslims, I want to use the word Muslim in place of Palestinians because we don't want to continue to use that word. So, let me ask you, how long have you been in existence?
0: My organization? Okay. Well, well, in many years, I, I... explain things in the, the web and uh, after the last election I decided to go out to the streets you know it's a year and a half something like this wow yeah and we go all the way with this and we try to explain the, 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 the truth that's it and you know what's, what's more the, the, the leaders the leaders not the truth the American leaders and the Europe leaders and Israeli leaders and the Arab leaders they right. know the truth right but they keep lying. They keep lying to the people. I don't know what, why they're doing this. I don't know. But we, won't, we will not stop. We will not stop. I will not stop. I have a big organization all over Israel. We're about a few thousands people. And we're doing a great job. I've been to some of your
1: protests. Yeah. And right now, the, the biggest issue in the country right now is, uh, is this young soldier from Hebron. And in, in order, order to, I want to educate people about Hebron a little bit. Hebron is about 100,000 Muslims. Yeah. Picture a soccer stadium, folks. Picture a football, whatever kind of sport you want. It's round. Picture Hebron being round. And when I ride the bus to Hebron, you've got 100,000 Muslims sitting in the stands. And you've got 800 Jews down on the field. And when I take a bus to Hebron, in order to get to the center of the field, you've got to come through... The doors of the stadium right uh, through the stands, through through, through where all the Muslims sit. So as I'm coming through, i got bulletproof glass on the bus because the Muslims are going to try and shoot at me and anyone else else on the bus so that I can get down on the field where all the Jewish people are, the, the Jews that live in Hebron. Now, I don't know if you can picture that, but this is very simple.
0: It's very simple and it's very sad because Hebron was always a Jewish city from Abraham, our father Abraham three thousand years ago. Right. So now what they do, they occupied our country, they occupied Hebron, they took it from us. And I don't know, it's about time that people should wake up and stop buying these lies. It's very, very sad. For it's, me it's very sad. What's amazing is the strength of the Jews that live in Hebron. Yeah. Wow. I listen I go in there a lot. My good friend lived there. Uh, Baruch Mazel uh-huh. is my very best friend and he he told the uh, the Arabs the Muslims don't mess with me now they know. <laughs> they know they don't mess with him
1: you know it's amazing because I've literally seen now the, the Jews are forbidden pretty much because to, to save their life the Israeli Jews they're forbidden to go into the Muslim part of Hebron yeah. into the stands of the stadium I've been in those stands I've literally got video where Muslims are simulating a stabbing attack on me i got it on video so when i've, I've been in there like when the second intifada from actually uh it was it was a big time when the three boys were kidnapped because they actually went to yeshiva school there in yeah Iran.
0: yeah
1: and i was in there with the soldiers and then since the, the third intifada has started back in the fall it's
0: amazing to be in there and literally see people getting soldiers getting stabbed well this is what they teach them kindergarten at schools at home at tv this is what they teach the kids that it's good to kill jewish but and should
1: do it and then their school books it's been proven their school books are funded by the united nations and by the eu and by the u.s and in the school books they're taught to kill jews yeah absolutely that's what they teach them it's unbelievable let me ask you uh so we've got this young soldier el yeah. Elor Azaria. His name
0: is Elor. Elor
1: is Azaria. Azaria. I Azaria. I didn't mean to no, n- not good. say his name, but uh, Elor is okay. Azaria. Azaria. Okay. I got. I'm still working on that. It's Keep. okay. But uh, Elor was uh, in Hebron. A Muslim had already stabbed one of his uh, one of the soldiers. Yeah, one of his friends, terrorists. And so Elor shoots this Muslim. He had a like a coat on.
0: And someone hollered that he had a bomb. Yeah, they thought he had a bomb. And so he shot him in the head. Yeah, he start, the terrorist was lying on the ground, and he starts to move his hand and his head. So they said, uh, maybe he's got a bomb or something. Right. So he shot him in the head, and that's what he had to do. Right. And now he's in prison. Now charge the, the charging for killing a terrorist. I, I'm, I'm trying to imagine that in the U.S., the people would say to the government who killed bin Laden... Yeah? Right. What you did is wrong. You shouldn't have killed Bin Laden. You should have taken him to jail. You shouldn't have taken him to, 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 no, to go to school, to learn.
1: <laughs> this is what they do here to terrorists. You know what I say when you educate? Listen, folks, I, ha- I-, I love people. I don't hate people. But I know what Islam is. I know what it is. And when you educate a Muslim, you only make a smarter terrorist. And until we help these people come out of Islam, and see a different way of life then they're going to go right back to doing what they were doing before absolutely Absolutely. so this young man has been in jail he got actually he got out of jail for passover right yeah uh thank god the government had some kind of common sense to let him spend time with his family so right now he's being tried where do you know where we are in the case with this what's what's happening with this
0: well tomorrow there is another uh, discussion in in the court Uh, it's going to take a. A long time. It's not very simple. It's going to take a long time. This trial, I hope, that now that we have a new uh, minister uh, of defense, defense. Yeah, uh, Mr. Lieberman. Great hope, man, I already. he's great a man. Great man, but I hope that he will release him from the prison. Right. Come on, this soldier did a brave thing. You have to be brave to shoot a terrorist. It's not that easy to shoot a man, to shoot a terrorist. No. No, he's not a criminal. He's right. not a criminal. He's a soldier, and that's what he has to do. And every terrorist should know: if you want to kill people, you want you come into you end up dead. You end up dead. That's that's it. When you play the game, when you play, you pay. You pay. Now,
1: here's the thing: the the key to all this is, is it? It wouldn't have probably. I'm estimating from my experience, it wouldn't have gone this far. But in Hebron are a lot of left wing, non governmental organizations or NGOs. I've met them. I've literally. I, I will say this openly. When I come across them with video cameras on the soldiers, I get my camera out and I bump it in their face. You know what I tell them? I've got your number. I will hunt you down like the dog that you are. You leave these soldiers alone. I get right up in their face. And uh, look, these soldiers don't get the support. No. They get the support from the people. But when it comes to the media, listen, when I got my press card from the government, I went into the press office in Jerusalem and the guy hugged my neck. He said, do you know how many people come in here and I look at them and I know who they are, what they're about, and I know what they say about my country? And you're one of the few guys that comes in here and you're saying the right thing. (laughs) I was
0: like... (laughs) Absolutely, you're one of the few guys. There are not many people who said the truth. So, uh,
1: with that being said, listen, I've been in there, folks. There was was an NGO, someone from an NGO, that shot video of this scenario, and they do it like they always do. They lie about the situation, they exaggerate it, make it look more than it is, and before you know it, it's out in the social media, out in the international media, and then in return comes the pressure from more NGOs, yeah. the pressure from governments, My go- the U.S. government, we're the worst. I mean, we talk about freedom and liberty, and we're the worst hypocrites while we fund all these Muslim countries and the Palestinian Authority.
0: Absolutely. And, and then they put pressure on your government. My, our government is under a, a lot of pressure from from Europe, from USA, from all over the world. What they want to do here is it's a suicide. Come on, right? You can't, you cannot cut Israel to half. You right. cannot. This is this is the end of Israel if we do this. Right. Never so, divide this country. Never. You we gave we them Gush gave them Gaza and the eight years shot missiles over our cities. Eight
1: years, come on. And, and let me apologize. No, for, I want to apologize for everyone, from everyone that stands with Israel in the United States. We're sorry that every one of those rockets has on it, made in the, funded by the USA. Folks, this is what your government's doing. Both parties are signing off on these checks to the Palestinian Authority. Money talks, money talks. It's a sad thing. So let me ask you, you've had a lot of these protests. Yeah. I've been to a few of them, done some great video you got some great people coming out.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: And right. uh, these people that I've interviewed, uh, they
0: are sacrificing because, I, you know, I don't know what they do for a living, but in the middle of the day, if I was working a regular job, I wouldn't be able to take that. Everybody's working. Everybody's got families. everybody got kids. And they're living everything. And they come to support the soldier. They come to do everything they can. Everything we can do, we, we're doing. But I hope that... You have to, to put, put the pressure, pressure, pressure on the government. Yeah, I hope, I hope. And tell the government, stop listening I to the world. Because it's very, very tough. They're very tough. All the left wings that you, you mentioned, they're sitting over there and they try to destroy IDF. The, 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 only to destroy them. Why? It's, it's about time that the, the soldiers, the army, will start to fight back. Can. Okay. You know, take them out of the, all the left wings. Take them out. Don't let them shoot. Yeah, that's what I don't understand...
1: Uh... I'm I'm very – look, democracy, whatever, I mean, (laughs) what I can't wrap my mind around is free speech, and I appreciate it for what it is. Thank God for free speech. But I'm going to tell you, even if I'm being oppressed, I'm still going to speak up. But but it's almost um, like under the communist era, Mm -hmm. I think about how they didn't have free speech, and they were thrown in jail. Yeah. Well, if you have leftists running everything, and you can't say the truth, it's also the
0: same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. When you have leftists in your country, I think the leftists should be scared. Yeah, but they ruled here. They ruled the media. They ruled the uh, 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 Supreme Court. So this is why we're fighting against. Wait a minute. That's that. Where am I living? Israel.
1: Oh, when you just said that, I thought it was in the U.S.
0: No, no. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's a Muslim country, not a Jewish Ken, country. Yeah, kid, kid. Yeah. So
1: let me ask you, when is your next protest coming up? Uh,
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow at 12 noon, we're going to be there in Jaffa. Okay. Uh, again, everybody should leave work, should come. But people are coming. We really want to see this kid out, you know, to go back to his friends in the Go army. back to his post
1: with his friends in absolutely, the army to defend the country.
0: Absolutely, he should get a medal. He should get a medal. I agree. This is what every soldier should do. If you see terrorists, shoot him in the head. No problem. Shoot him in the finish head. Punish it. Finish it. Because if you take them to jail, you give them food, you support them with money. They cost money to to, to Israel. Yeah, your your money. Absolutely. And and they go to cheat it, to. To learn in schools, and after that they go out, and we talked about it before. They become a bigger
1: terrorist. Now you said, which which I can see, uh, because I see it in the, the American uh, jail system. You you send this young man, especially young, he was a kid, he was a young man. Uh, you send him to jail. You
0: got the older terrorist there yeah. that he's hanging out with. They teach them how to do how and they, they teach... how to do a better bombing, yeah. a better, how to kill more people in one time, you know. Not only one soldier. You should kill many more soldiers. Yeah. This is and then,
1: then when they get out of jail, they go back into their neighborhoods and they're
0: glorified. All the terrorists that Israel released from jail came back to, to fight us. All of them. And the bad part is, folks, it's almost like a no-win
1: situation because even if they're killed... Once their body's gotten back, they're still hailed as heroes. And the mothers praise them. Yeah. The mothers praise them because they did. Listen, there's a like a special, I'm, try, I'm trying to think in the Korean where it's at,
0: but there's like a special, uh, I guess more virgins you get because you kill a Jew. It's a jihad. It's a jihad thing. Okay. You know, I saw in TV one day a Muslim mother. She got ten kids. And one of them came uh, to kill Jewish and he, he shut down. The, the army killed him. And the mother said, I'm so happy that my kid did this. Now I have another nine kids. I'm going to send all those nine to kill. Come on. What, what are you crazy? I you can't wrap my mind around it. What are you doing? It. Come, Come on. on. I can't wrap my mind around it.
1: So let me ask you something. Over. You, you have all these protests. And now is there anything, have you ever had any one come against you because of absolutely
0: cocaine? all the time, all the can time. Can you share with us experience you had? All the time, uh, yeah, yeah. There are many Arabs live in Israel, can okay. and they don't like what we're doing. I mean, if when you said there's no such thing as Palestine people, they <clears throat> they start to get angry. So uh, one time we attacked by the Arabs and uh, one time by the left wings, can. Okay. Uh, but the police always there, you know they. To keep you separated. Yeah, separated from you, us.
1: You know, you got this shirt that yeah. I love yeah. that says in English and Hebrew and in Arabic, uh, there is no... There is no such thing as Palestine. There is no such thing as Palestine. I only say this. I treasure that shirt. Thank you. Okay? But there's a guy that I had a meeting with after our last meeting, and he's from Wales okay okay in europe and like there's no support for israel in wales you know where wales yeah, is. yeah i know so uh this guy was here we did an interview he he's been coming to israel for years and he loves this country he brings his friends here wow wonderful so i actually gave him the shirt i gave him i gave him the shirt so he's going to wear it in yeah. wales i'm going to give you another shirt <laughs> I'm going to
0: give you another shirt, my friend.
1: <laughs> so we're getting the word out, even in Wales. Yeah? Yeah,
0: absolutely, we're going to sell it to eBay and maybe something. Yes, yeah. look,
1: send, send, well, you send me some information where we can, where people can go and purchase this. Americans would love to have that uh, shirt. Absolutely, I know. I so, know. Uh, but uh, uh, it's it's amazing what you're doing,
0: and uh, we're not doing anything. All we are saying is the truths, the what? simple truth. This is our land. This is our country. And the Arabs came here and tried to throw us out. They don't want to live in peace. Don't live in peace. Go out, Ken. That's I it. Agree. That's I agree. I agree. If you want peace, peace. If you don't want peace, go, my friend. Have fun in some <laughs> other place. Right. You don't have to stay here. Listen.
1: You know what's crazy is, I uh, I was on the Jordan River. Yeah. A few weeks ago, uh, down I was on my way to the Dead Sea, so we went to the place actually where. Uh, Supposedly, Jesus was yeah, baptized. I know, I know. Where? Uh, Tiberias. Tiberia. No, no, it's on the Jordan. No, it's farther south in the desert, in the Negev. Ah, you went uh, there. Where okay. Joshua crossed over? Yeah, uh, and brought the, the brought the Jews into the Israelites into into Israel into Canaan land. That was the first aliyah.
0: That was the first aliyah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, also where uh, uh, Elijah, I don't know how you say his name in Hebrew, the prophet. Elion. Can was taken up by yeah. God in a chariot. Yeah. So we go there, and and this is this is the this is I'm, I'm going to make my point about your country. Is there on the other side? Okay, because people go and get baptized in the Jordan. On the other side, were two American soldiers, and they're training, training Jordanian soldiers. Now this is an ally to Israel. Okay, they said. We're not allowed to come to Israel. We wanted to come to Israel and take pictures for our mother because our mothers love Israel. They won't even let us come into Israel. Now, this is an ally. ally. What's crazy is your military trains our military in urban warfare. Then we take that training and we go to Muslim countries and train those soldiers in urban warfare. Does that even make sense to you? Does that even make sense? It
0: makes me funny. But it's so sad that it makes me funny. You know, you should fight the terrorists. You don't, you don't have to support them. You're supposed to support them. You can't. should fight them. You can't. You Look, should fight. Let me you know? say this.
1: At the end of the day, at the end of this broadcast, the Jewish people will need two things. Two things and you will see success and blessing. Each other and God. Absolutely. When you, have, you don't need the United States. You don't need the EU. You have each other and God. This country is a miracle, and God will take care of you.
0: All right, Absolutely.
1: Brother, I want to say thanks for being on the show. Okay, thank you very much. We're going to show up at your protest tomorrow.
0: Thank you. Okay. And do
1: more video and uh, some interviews. And I want to say God bless you, the work that you're doing, the stand for the soul. Thank okay, you. Shut off. This is Michael Ganot with Insight to Israel and Chocolates for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security.
3: Thank you. America's web radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support.